VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, welcome into the All Ball Podcast. Your boy Doug Gottlieb here, and uh, we appreciate you downloading, uh, rating, and subscribing to us. Um, last week's uh, version with uh, Charles Barkley is out there, over 100,000 downloads, and uh, we thought you'd enjoy it, so you can still obviously listen to that. I appreciate you listening to this one. My brother Greg, who is a longtime assistant at Oregon State, before that at Cal, before that at San Diego State, before that at Sacramento State, before that at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, um, anyway, uh, we're going to, we're going to talk about the Jordan doc, you know, look, I could get caught up in the Zion thing. We have plenty of time to discuss Zion Duke and whether or not somebody close to Duke, uh, gave them money or led them to believe they were going to get money to sign with Duke. We could talk about Kansas and the five level one infractions level leveled against them. But I mean, is that something that's going to change in the next week? No. Is that something super pertinent? No. We're in this pandemic, and it's going to be really interesting to see what the sport looks like when it comes back online. NBA-wise, will come back, obviously, first. I would I would guess, you know, with teams opening their facilities over the weekend, I would guess uh, that we'll get some form of basketball, some form, in uh, midsummer. And how they do it, I don't know, still to be determined. Like, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. But, but before we can get to that, like, let's talk about this documentary. I'm always fascinated by by what differentiates like different kinds of leadership, you know, and I I do think that while no one has ever 
questioned his greatness on a basketball floor. There were things that were questioned. I think us getting a look at his leadership or his leadership style. Like to me, that's a, that's a fascinating thing that kind of goes under the surface for a lot of people. Is that, is that fair? You think like, do you think, do you think they picked up? What, what were a couple of things leadership wise you picked up on? Well, I mean, I, I, the first thing is I, th- I loved how he talked about, you know, he wasn't afraid for people to not like him. I think anybody who's a great leader, you can't, you know, whether you're a coach or a player, you can't, you, you can't worry about whether people like you, you know, uh, and that definitely was Michael. But And he led by example. You watch him winning sprints, even in practice. I love that. But uh, the thing that stood out to me the most is I, I loved about how when the Pistons manhandled him, he went back and said, you know what, I got to, one, I got to be more durable. I got to get stronger. I got to put 10 pounds of weight on. But two, he made everyone else stay that summer and work. In the past, everyone would just go their separate ways. And and the big thing, man, he he was he was like, Scotty, you got to get tougher. And so he made sure Scotty Pippen got tougher because he had that. He went meltdown with the migraine, and and uh, they couldn't count on him. And so he he made those guys get tougher as a group. And and he also wanted to find out who wasn't tough enough. Yeah, that's a that, that's an it's a, that's always an interesting dynamic, right? When you try, and I think a lot of teams now, football and basketball, especially when they go through these years where you want to call it tanking, or they're just kind of reorging themselves. I do think that's one of the things that they're trying to figure out, like who, who's who's in this thing. If you can stay in this thing during the terrible times, you'll be in this thing for the good times. For him, he was trying to figure out who had the mental and physical toughness to win big and. I, look, I I still think that's a big. I still think that's a. People have said like the NBA doesn't have that level of physicality. They're probably right, but there's still a level of mental toughness that guys either have or do not have. And uh, I, I I don't know Jordan. That to me is what what kind of separated him to me is is the. It, I, I love the line. I don't think he used it exactly the same as like you don't ask something of somebody else you're not willing to do yourself. Right? Like have you heard that story about UNLV? Back in the, uh, the the Tark days when they were a great team on how their all their assistant coaches and their managers they used to run with them. Obviously, Tark yep. did not. But the yeah. idea the idea was like, hey, you're not going to ask these guys to do what you're not willing to do yourself. I love that. I love that from a player, you know, from a from a player's perspective as well. I think the other thing too, though, is uh, you had to earn his respect after you know he got there and he did all those things by leading, but. You know, he was going to challenge you, and you needed to step up. And, uh, you know, that was illustrated there with uh, him and Steve Kerr going at it and getting in a fight. And I loved how, um, you know, you you heard both of them talk about it from their vantage point, but they basically came to the same conclusion, you know, that that uh, Steve stood up for himself and, uh, and Michael uh, valued that, that he was tough enough to stand his ground, you know. So uh, that that was something I think was just as important. I think he was he wanted to make sure his guys were tough. Like I said, uh, he goes back and says, you, you know, Scotty, you gotta get tougher. We're not gonna win. I, I you know, and he did. And Scotty did. Yeah. Uh, on a side note, I, I'm looking around at those guys and saying, uh, you know, who's aged the most when you look at that? And and Scotty Pippen, golly, he looks the same. Yeah. Uh, he looks like he could still play. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Um, Jordan, you know, he's obviously got that brown drink. He's got the he's got the yellow uh, yellow and red eyes. 
Uh, I mean, he's still he's still Jordan, and you can see kind of the light bulbs still kind of go on, fire firing in the, of competitiveness still kind of going on in there. But he's he let himself go a little bit. Obviously, no, I I no question. I I actually was in at the NBA summer league last summer, and I and I was in a uh, going into a hotel, and I was in the lobby, and I said, "Hey, there's a Mod Rashad," and I, and I didn't realize Michael Jordan was standing right next to him. And I didn't realize until I got right up next to him because he just does not look the same. I mean, he definitely has gotten much heavier. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I I had a similar moment one time when I was doing the the pre-draft camp back when it was in Orlando. I was at the Wide World of Sports. They had like a they have like a like a kind of sports bar right next to the milk house. I remember grabbing lunch and walking by Larry Bird and saying hi. And like, and look, Larry Bird still looks like Larry Bird, but he's wearing like penny loafers and and like uh dockers and a polo shirt and he kind of just looked like an older guy i'm like god that really ruined my image of larry bird maybe it made it i don't know i want him to if i was larry bird i would wear those converse weapons everywhere i went that's what i would do i would wear the converse weapons um uh, a, a simply everywhere although the weapons were terrible basketball shoes they were uh, but also how about you know you were talking about what these guys are now but I mean, the whole the whole series. Michael Jordan smoking a cigar the entire time. I mean, he's he's smoking them uh, the day of games. He's smoking cigars, playing golf. That's that to me is amazing. Yeah, uh, it, I mean, and 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 then he said, you know, how guys would when he first got to the league, guys would bum a cigarette off the coach. I just, yeah, it is it it is fascinating on, on how it how it's changed. What do you think about Phil from a from a guy you know like? The the genius to Phil to me gets undersold a little bit. Like you, if you watch it, you pick it up. But I also think that they're they're not necessarily pointing it out to you because they're so enthralled with Jordan and with themes. Like when here's a couple of them. Everybody's going to point out the when Dennis had to go to Vegas, how he ran it by Michael Jordan and let it happen. I have heard that Phil that Pat Riley has done that with his teams, right? Like they win a game in the West Coast and they get on the team plane and they divert to Vegas. Like that's an old Pat Riley trick. Um, the one that, that struck me was when Jordan, his last meeting before he retired the first time, he went in to see Phil and Phil supported him. And I thought like, again, just even the way in which he supported him, where like, yeah, this is something you got to do. Like, go do it. It's it's one thing like, yeah, we'll support you and say it. It's another thing to have like positive energy. And I think that's what bought him equity with, with Jordan. I think the really good coaches uh, are incredible at just managing men and uh, especially in the NBA, you know, and uh, um, I think he recognized like, you know, one of those like if you love them, set them free type of thing. And, uh, there, you know, he wasn't going to change Michael's mind and he knows how strong a personality Michael probably was. So if he's telling you he's going to retire. You just got to wish him well. And then I think maybe in his mind, it could have been a play to say, Hey, I'll let him go. And, and that way he'll want, he, if he wants to come back, he will, as opposed to him harboring resentment for me trying to keep him from going. Yeah. You yeah. know, but, but the guy was incredible really in terms of that, like you said, and I'm sure there's a lot of other Phil Jackson stories in terms of how he managed that whole group, um, you know, through, you know, especially, you know, again, as you have more success, I mean, everybody uh, on the Bulls became a rock star and they get all these other things come at them. 
different ways and and so being able to hold that group together for as long as they did you know because i'm sure at some point scotty thought to himself hey i don't want to be a sidekick you know i'm ready to i want my own show yeah but then he had his own show for a year and obviously that's when he bailed on the team when he didn't get the game winning shot and he realized that like every you start to realize like every decision you make when you're the guy becomes prohibitively more difficult like I, I this this reminds me of my junior year in college at Oklahoma State, Adrian Peterson was our best player, right? And Adrian Peterson was third all-time leading scorer at Oklahoma State, preseason player of the year. We were a preseason top 10 team. And Pete was a great player and honestly a really good leader. He just was not a vocal leader. Like, he just kind of did his thing. You know, he would say something to you. You know, he'd grab you and say something to you, but he wouldn't. he wasn't going to yell at the team. He wasn't going to stand up in front. Like, that just wasn't who he was. Some guys are not built for that, you know, and you can't pretend to be something you're not. And it was interesting in reading about Scottie Pippen, the year that Jordan was totally gone, the first year that he was gone, they loved the fact that Scottie really didn't change in his leadership style. He only took like one more shot a game. You know, he was, I think, third in the MVP balloting, but, you know, he led his way. But I, I don't think, I, I think that he and Jordan played off each other really, really well. Was Jordan was kind of a dick, right? Like he would call dudes like even now some of the Jordan stuff like we all give him a pass because he's Jordan and because it works and because you know some of that tough love is needed but like did he really I had George Carl on my radio show George Carl's like I don't even remember what he's talking about the dinner and I've been with Jordan and been with Ahmad Rashad and they've never mentioned it before so like did you really need to throw George Carl under the bus you know and then you know Gary Payton like hey we you didn't let me guard him the first three games. Like, yeah, that's because Jordan would have gotten you in foul trouble. You would have sat the whole game, right? But it does feel like there's some like almost needless needling here late that you that you don't need to, but that's Jordan's personality. And it only really worked, not just because you had Phil as the coach, but because you had Scottie Pippen as the much more much softer kind of uh Robin to to Jordan's Batman. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Yeah, and I, but I mean, I think, or you could look at it just from the basics of, uh, you know, w- when you're the second guy on the, on the floor they're trying to stop, you know, you... It's a, maybe a little easier. You don't have their best defender guarding Scotty. Maybe that you know over the period of the, the time after he Michael was gone, he realized how much he appreciated uh, my, Michael being the guy that uh, carried the focus and then allowed him to do more. No question. And, you know, and I think Scotty was always a really good player, but I don't think he was a prolific scorer no. the same way that Michael was. So, um, and and then you know who knows? Maybe he was he wanted him to put Tony Kukoc in his place. So maybe that's why he liked him coming back. It's possible. It's possible. Um, okay, so the next... I, I love Gary Payton's th- uh, thing, though. To me, you know, Gary Payton, uh, uh, I, you might be right, he could have gotten in foul trouble, but I, I think, you know, if you do have the league's best defender, you probably should guard the league's best player. Yeah. I think that was kind of his take. And, and uh, the thing that I love about Gary Payton, just like Michael, is their level of confidence... And, uh, you know, Michael's laughing, but Gary believes that, and that's how he played. Yes. And I think, again, the, those are those little details are what I think makes those guys Hall of Famers. Their level of confidence is incredible, you know, and Michael won't, he, he doesn't, he won't agree with him, but I'll tell you what, you're not going to change Gary's mind either. Can I ask you this, this question? Uh, I've, I don't think I've ever asked you. We've talked about confidence with guys you coach all the time. Um. Can you get a guy? Can you teach a guy to have his confidence or regain his self confidence? Like, what what would be your way? I mean, I th- I think over a period of time you can, but I think they, you know, it depends how big of a rabbit hole they're in. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think confidence is so important. So you have to build it. I think what I would tell anybody is um, how how important self confidence in is, and and not on the surface. It's not. Self-confidence comes from within. It's not showing other people you're confident. I think a lot of people confuse the two, you know, where you, that's kind of fake confidence. Confidence, you know, is just, you know, you miss a shot, you believe the next one's going in. And a lot of that stuff comes really from the work you put in. And you got to just, you got to, you know, whether it's the self-confidence from the work you put in in the gym, hours of shooting, but it could be the, as we talked about with Michael Jordan, the self-confidence, you go back in the weight room and you get stronger and tougher it's playing those games with yourself in your mind when you're tired that now's the time when I'm going to really push myself even harder. Um, those are the kinds of things I think that really matter. And and because uh, um, you build that self-confidence over time. I don't think Michael Jordan was that self-confident as a high school player. And even maybe at the beginning of when he was in North Carolina, I mean, you look at it, he wasn't the best player on that team. And no one would have picked that. You know, there's two or three other guys, James Worthy, Sam Perkins. Those guys were pretty good. Yep. So, uh, but over a period of time, he his confidence just continues to develop. So, um, okay. So, 
the the last two episodes are going to be the I would guess the flu game will be part of it, uh, and then you know the 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 shot to to end it. Um, flu game is like I mean again these are like my two favorite moments in his career. First, the flu game. I got to remember where I was, where I was watching it, and I don't know if it was food poisoning, if it was really the flu, if he was hungover. I don't know what it was. I'm sure they'll probably. I'm, I'm guessing they'll go with food poisoning. I hope that, that I. I don't. I don't really care what it was. Um, like it's just the indomitable will, the ability, the the ability to will yourself through all the pain, which is which is crazy, but but also like. I don't. I, I still think it's interesting now when guys shoot a fadeaway. Now they go Kobe, and then you realize that Kobe copied Jordan. And I don't think he was ever as good at it as Jordan was that mid post fadeaway. What do you remember about the flu game, man? Um, you know that that that's. I don't remember enough about it, but I do remember that dude was sick. They, every time they had a timeout, they talked about it. He was over there sitting on the bench, and he was hardly even in the huddle. Uh, but I just remember he. Dude rose to the occasion and and found a way, and just like you were saying before, we were talking about self confidence. But I always say the two things I think that are going to make or break you as a player really is your mental toughness and self confidence. And I mean, if that's not a test of your just sheer, sheer will, that he was able to block that out despite you know the fact that he he was feeling so poorly. And I mean, again, you know, we've all been around a lot of really good players. Guys, when they get sick, they they can't fight through that. Even guys that you think are relatively tough. So um, that was incredible. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah, it was nineteen. How, how about how about I, I'm going to get on a side note though because you were talking about Kobe and the fadeaway. You know, when I'm watching this documentary, I, as much as people are talking about comparing him and Kobe, you know, I think you can make a comparison with Kawhi. Yep. Just as easily, you know, um, you know, mental toughness, self confidence, work ethic, winner. Yeah, the, the only the only difference is that Kawhi doesn't hasn't played the number of games, hasn't put up, hasn't carried a team offensively for for an entire season. You know, but I do yeah. in the biggest spots. I do, and they have both have big hands. They're unbelievable in the mid range. Um, I mean, you know, both massively improved as shooters. They can lock you down. I think Kawhi would probably even be a better kind of a defender in terms of better size and a better rebounder. Uh, but yes, I would I would agree. Like there is something special well, and, about and about Kawhi. Still got a while to go. Yes, before he's, the book is totally written on him. So, uh, um, but I, you know, I think there's a lot of similarities, maybe with all three of those guys. You know, but uh, I think he's right up there. When and he, he, you know, he's going to have to win a couple more to be in, I guess, in the conversation allegedly. But I think he's pretty damn good. Uh, by the way, the uh, the flu game, which he was. I mean, I just love this. I, th- I think that was the, they didn't win the, the title on that one. He had 38 on 13 of 27 shots, <laughs> 10 of 12 from the free throw line. Uh, and it was uh, May, uh, excuse me, June 11th, 1997 in Utah. And they end up, uh, they, they won that game. That, that's amazing. 38 points. I mean, uh, 38 you know, points, five assists, seven rebounds. Really good shots. Players, they always, you know, you don't want to just get FGAs. You need to get FGMs. No doubt. And, uh, um, you know, but I think Michael Jordan, we talked about this before. Incredible. You know, he not everybody, you know, remembers the dunks, but all those other finishing shots, his mid-range pull-up. I mean, we talk about the game against the Celtics. He 
63. It was a 63. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I always think of him with those little mid-range pull-ups right there. I mean, his pull-up game off the dribble was incredible right there. And, and uh, he had such a great pair of legs. He could get up and hang in the air and, um, and ma- just make shots. Uh, okay, so now we go to the last game. Okay, it's game. I mean, like one of the things that I think people will remember when they watch, and I've watched it several times over. It wasn't just the shot; it was a couple things. It was uh, he had the last three buckets, and no one else, I believe, touched the basketball. They they threw it to him in bounds, and they're down four, and he goes and he gets a bucket, or maybe they're down two. Goes and gets a bucket, and then um, Paxson hits a three when they double. Carl Malone, and he comes down, he gets fouled, he makes two free throws. Then he steals the ball from Carl Malone coming from the baseline side, and they don't call a timeout. He clears out, he gets to his spot, he makes a move to his right, a little shove with his offhand, but does so, so it's not super blatant at the time that you could see it, right? Plus, it's before the era of the flop, and nobody's getting a call on Jordan. And he pulls up, and if, if people remember, and I only remember this because our late father used to tell us, told me at the time, he's like, and I don't know if Jordan meant this, and I'll probably say it on Sunday, which is he was short all game long, and he held that follow-through, not for the cameras, he held the follow-through because, you know, to to make sure that he made it. Um, I wish he didn't play in Washington. I don't even remember anything about Washington other than he had some big games. I feel like that was a total postscript. But how incredible is it that, like, of all the things to end your career, and look, Jeter ended his career you know, I guess in, in, in Yankee Stadium with a game-winning hit, you know, with a walk-off hit. We've seen other guys win Super Bowls, but we haven't seen a guy win a Super Bowl um, with, you know, scoring the last touchdown or throwing the touchdown pass as as time expires like Jordan did. Big-time play, but, uh, um, you know, it's funny. First of all, the the push-off thing, you know, I mean, every every NBA player, at least guards, they all push off on every play. Watch James Harden; he does it on every play now. So, I mean, it was just more obvious at the time because it was kind of, you know, didn't happen as much. But that was a hell of a play. Um, even in that in that game, and and I think in the Phoenix game that they showed way before, I, the thing that blows me away is I, he gets like a transition basket. I, was it the one where he got fouled in transition, or yeah. was it right before that? I mean, like. These guys, uh, how did like in the Phoenix game they gave Michael Jordan he dribbled down the length of the floor and no one picked him up and the and then uh, whoever was the center came over and fouled him right at the end or something at a layup. I mean, you got the best player on the floor. How does he get a layup? So that's from a coaching standpoint, but uh, there's no question. I mean, everybody does the you know three two one in buzzer beaters when you're uh, as a kid growing up and. Uh, um, to do it on that stage at that time, that moment, and to, to cap your career. I mean, that's, that I think kind of speaks to why everyone thinks he's the greatest player ever. You know, he always rose to the occasion in the biggest moment. And I think really that's where you get to find the most. I'm excited to see uh, the last couple episodes. Uh, let's catch up again next week. And thanks so much for joining me. Loved it. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game. <laughs> All right, so there's my discussion with my brother Greg, uh, assistant coach at Oregon State. So, look, I, th- there's you can listen to the Doug Gottlieb Show daily, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 3 Pacific, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. You can download the daily podcast. We do, I, I think, great interviews and have good stuff for you uh, that, that you can always get. Um, what, one last thought. My brother talked about something that I'm a big believer in, and what what makes Jordan great and what made the Bulls great, and frankly, it makes all kind of the, the best of the best the best. I still think the three C's. And he talked about confidence. We don't, as as broadcasters, as analysts, talk enough about it. But confidence, it can come and go. Like, honestly, LeBron has lost his confidence in his jump shot at, at certain times. And then gotten it back. But that's what happened in Dallas. That's what happened, you know, at times against the Spurs where they would dare him to shoot. Um. And I'm at, that's what happened at times. You know, it, it didn't really happen with the Warriors, but I think it was he maybe lost confidence in his teammates. One of the things that changed for Jordan was he gained confidence in his teammates. Confidence. Conditioning. Conditioning. And conditioning isn't just are you in great shape? Can you play at your best at the end of a game? 
And look, we we ask ridiculous things of of LeBron at times because he's not surrounded, we're told, with the right kind of talent, but <coughs> he's run out of gas. He's run out of gas before. Crazy about LeBron is he hasn't he doesn't get hurt, with the exception of the groin last year. Jordan seemed to be able to play through fatigue better than anybody in his era and maybe anybody ever. And then culture, right? And their culture was they, they played great defense. Their best player demanded that they play hard and played their best and played great defense. In addition to which, they had a great culture from, like, and I know some people say, well, they have a terrible culture if they're making fun of Jerry Krause. Yes, but it all kind of worked together. They, they you know, they had the breakfast club where they all worked out in the morning. You know, Jordan and, his, and Pippen and Harper worked out together in the morning. That helped them get stronger. They had a hierarchy within the team. Their best player and their second best player not only got along, but played off each other really, really well. Like their, their culture worked. Culture, confidence, and uh, conditioning. And by the way, Jordan winning a sprint is just something that, like, I watch Allen Iverson or Shaquille O'Neal, and you think of Shaq not being in shape for a good portion of early parts of seasons or even late in his career. Shaq could have been the most dominant player in the history of the NBA. Didn't mean he didn't have an incredible career and he wasn't dominant, but not as dominant as he could have been. He was not only the biggest, he was the most athletic, unbelievably talented, gifted basketball player. But Shaq just wanted to be Shaq, which, God bless him, won four titles, Hall of Famer, has a statue outside of Staples, although I'm a little torn on that because he played for the Celtics. I don't know if you can do that, but whatever. But he could have been the, you know, like the greatest big man ever. I, I believe that. But he didn't have that work ethic that Kobe did. And I, Iverson didn't have the off-season and practice work ethic of the all-time greats. Carmelo Anthony, same thing. Wasn't willing, never been willing to defend, you know, hasn't trusted teammates enough, didn't evolve as a player. And so Carmelo Anthony, who, for my money, there was a stretch of time, five years there, where he was the best pure scorer in the league, didn't win anything because of it. it, it even the move to the Knicks, which was a trade, instead of waiting for the off-season, you know, I, I know there was going to be a lockout or whatever, we can get into that in another podcast, but... But these are the things that Carmelo's done to himself. Whereas Jordan bought in the idea of, hey, if I'm not good enough, even going back to high school, I'm going to get better. If I'm not ready for the NBA, I'm going to get better. He wasn't a good enough shooter early in his NBA career. He got better. Then when he became a good enough shooter, he didn't trust his teammates and didn't have a big enough body. He did and got better. Culture, confidence, and conditioning. All right, tune in next week. You're going to love it. We'll recap uh, the entire series. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Doug Gottlieb. This is All Ball. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.